What's that? I'm so sleepy. Why are you sleepy? I only got four hours of sleep last night. That's not enough of the hours that you need for good REM sleep. I know. Why'd you only get four hours of sleep? Because I was partying in New York City. Oh, the Big Apple. The Big Apple Old does not Gotham. sleep. Why doesn't it sleep? I don't know. People party there until all hours of the night. What time did you go to bed? I think four. And then you flew home? I think I had to get up at 7.45. Oh. So why did I you know. even go to sleep? I mean, what else was I going to do for four hours? Keep partying. Keep nah. it going. No, I was actually super sober. Um, oh. Well, that's I'm not trying, partying. I'm, I mean, I was partying. I'm trying oh. not to drink. Well, I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying not to drink every time I play. Got it. You know, because that's every weekend, and that's a lot of drinking from law. So you mm. just do, like, hard drugs then? Uh, no, Celsius. Celsius, all right. Yeah. I, right, which so makes it hard to sleep after. But I mix like a little Celsius. Like, so you know Celsius, the cans, right? But do you know that Celsius comes in powder packets? No. Oh, clutch. So good oh. for traveling. And you put, it, you put a packet, like, in a water bottle, typically, and, you know, drink it. But... I like to put like half a packet into a glass of sparkling water mm-hmm. with a little lime, and it looks like I'm drinking alcohol, but I'm Look not. Look at that. Oh. And it yeah. kind of tastes like, because the Celsius's are um, yeah. carbonated. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling yeah. you guys all my secrets, you know? Well, that's good. Looks like I'm turnt, too turnt. I'm not. No. Well, on caffeine, but that's it. <sighs> Sleepy. Well, I'm sorry. Well, thanks for coming on and doing this. Well, you're in Fiji. I'm in Fiji. Sarah's Must filming Love Island, USA. Nice. I went over to Casa Amor yesterday and saw it. Oh, how is it? And it's great. It's so funny, like the the aesthetic differences of Love Paradise. Island in comparison to Paradise. Yeah. What are tell us? Like, what's the difference? Like, what's the biggest difference? Would you say? Well, Paradise is like trying to be Mexican, right? Because it's in Mexico. Well, it's not trying. It is. is. Yeah, yeah, I know. But it's like Hollywooded up, right? So, you know, it's like a lot of Chevron patterns and Mm -hmm. authentic Mexican blankets, you know, that like are all the different colors and everything. So it's just trying to be very, very authentic to where we're at. And then Love Island is like bright colors, so much neon signage everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's smart, though. You, so the way that Love Island works is, like, you know, the fans vote on who stays and who goes, right? Mm-hmm. We so love it. Interactive. This, yeah, so you have to download this app, and then you get to vote on who you want to be on the show and who you want to leave, which is great and super interactive. And it's smart, though. You can also buy all the signage. Oh. So everyone has, like, the same water bottle. You can buy the water bottle with your name on it. You can buy, like, shirts and stuff, and then you can buy, like, the neon signs. That's genius. I know. It's funny because it's been raining every single day. Oh. So that's been interesting. Mm. By the way, I started writing my script for Joe and Serena's wedding. Oh, wait. Can you say when that is, or are they not doing that? I don't know if... I should say when it is, but it's coming up, and okay. um, I ha- am getting all the jokes in order. It's all. Are happening. you going to practice in front of like Sarah? 
Yeah, of course. I'm going to practice. Yeah, right? Like, you should. I'm a very good speech giver, though. So Oh, you are. I am. It's, mm. one, of, it's one, of my, one of my strengths. Fascinating. I've given a lot of toasts and a lot of speeches at my friend's weddings, and I've killed. Um, <laughs> so now this is, this so is just... This is just that, but I have a binder in front of me, so I oh. get to I can read out of it. Yeah. Whereas also, before, like, I feel like now, like with this, like you could really fuck up someone's important day. Yeah, I mean, don't try to Versus put more like, pressure on me than I need. One bad speech, it's like, eh, you know. Yeah. Everyone remembers like the crazy one bad speech, but the, you know, bad, uh, bad. What are what are you? You're not a you're not a preacher. What are you? What is the little card? I believe, call you? I believe technically I'm a reverend. Oh shit. <laughs> Reverend Wells Adams from the Reverend. Universal Life Church dot com org. Right. Yeah, so which by the way, they Universal Life Church posted about me talking about it. What? And it's like on Instagram. Can yeah. they do that? I guess, I, huh? Yeah, because we posted it and they're like because I, I made the joke of, like, I'm pretty sure this is a real thing. I'm not sure. Yeah. And they wrote, like, we promise see. this is real. Like, go to my Instagram and then go to the tagged photos. This is too good. So, yeah, I've been, I'm in, you know, I've been writing this script and, you know, I'm just on the first draft right now. And it basically, mm-hmm. it's a lot of, a lot of the, the jokes. But then I have to get into the, you know, the, the, um, stuff. the sentimentality of it all, which is coming mm-hmm. soon. And then also, Sarah and I were talking about it. I think I'm going to go and rewatch that season of Bachelor in Paradise. Bring back some of the memories because... I think that's great. That's kind of what's going on in my world. I'm just Cute. in Fiji. Ugh. And it's just crazy. I'm, I'm a day ahead of you. I know. What time is it there? It is Monday at 9 in the morning. That is fucking crazy. It's Sunday and at 4 p.m. here. Good news. Monday is... It's fine. No, nothing it, bad happens on mo- tomorrow it, it for exists. you. It exists. It's there. It exists. Yeah. yeah. That's exciting. Did you see any UFOs on your flight over there or anything? I cool. didn't because I was sleeping the entire Damn. time, if I'm being honest. I feel like an overnight flight over the ocean like that could be a great place to see some UFOs. I agree. But also, right? just like TikTok is a place, great place to see it. I feel like every <laughs> yeah, video... Yeah, but I want to see it with my own eyes. I do, too. I, I'm a little, like, offended that, like, the aliens haven't... Like, as much as I talk about them... On this show. Yeah. And, and with, like, anyone who will listen, I'm offended that the aliens haven't been like, okay, we'll reveal ourselves to him because he's, he's like, one of the boys, you yeah, know? Yeah, he's, like, he's, like, on our side. Yeah, he's a homie. Yeah. Like, he's advocating for us. But no, yeah, they're, like, I showing Yeah, I am, too. I keep like, saying they're so nice. Think, I know. Maybe they're not, <sighs> though. I'm going to believe that they are. I know. Mostly because I'm terrified for them not to be, but, like, you know. You're terrified if they were mean? Yeah. If they were mean, we'd be fucked. Let's be yeah, real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're fucked if they're mean. But if they're cool, maybe they like want to come to my shows. Maybe they like like they're like rave aliens. Like that'd be super sick. Rave aliens. Yeah. Rave. How sick would it be if there was a rave with aliens there? Like so fun. <laughs> I know. I wonder if they'd like your music though. Aliens have to like electronic music, right? Like it just makes sense. Yeah. They might be better at DJing than you, though. Oh, they probably for sure are. They yeah. probably had ChatGPT and shit for years and years and years oh, before yeah. us. Are you using ChatGPT to do your DJing? No, but you know some people are. Fuck yeah. Yeah, you know, like, I'm sure some people are up there and just like, I bet there's some program that'll just curate your set for you. You download it on your computer and you're set. Yeah. It's a good idea. You should use it. Nah. No. I'm too prideful. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Should we shut the show? 
Uh, yeah. Is it me or you? I think it's you. Bros and hoes. You're and listening. Aliens. Bros and hoes and aliens. But only the nice ones. Yeah. You're listening. What if they are listening to our show? That'd be so sick. What if they're up in their fucking UFOs been like, yes, it's Wednesday morning. We got a new episode <laughs> of YFT. Glork, slork, blork, dork. I would love that. I would too. What's your fan um, demographic, uh, aliens? Well, I mean, like, we skew heavily towards women ages 25 to 35 and Klingons from mm. the Orion spelt yeah. area. Bros and hoes and aliens. You're listening to Your Favorite Thing podcast with... Wells and Brandy. Do you have a bell? There you go. Thank you. And maybe maybe some aliens are, are nearby. Who knows? Maybe some aliens. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bull and Branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code favorite at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl and Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code favorite thing. Um, well, did you know that Lollapalooza it was this weekend? Yeah, did you go to Lollapalooza, Lala? I did not, but I didn't need to because basically the entire festival is on TikTok and it has just flooded my feed these past few days and I'm actually so glad it has because I've like caught, I've like I've spent probably uh, two whole hours of my travel day just like watching Lollapalooza on TikTok mm-hmm. and there were some fire sets. I mean, I love Lollapalooza. Always such a vibe, but a lot of DJs this year at Lollapalooza. So I'm like, hello, your girl needs to be playing there next year. Fred again played. His set was so sick. I watched almost the whole thing. I guess you can also live stream Lollapalooza on like, not who it's either Hulu or somewhere you can actually live stream it, um, which is super cool. So I watched Fred again's set. Um, Odessa's set was so sick. Also Dom Dalla, he's pretty cool too. And his set was good. He brought out Nelly Furtado, like blast from the past but i just think it's so cool when djs do that it's like you know yeah you can just stand up there and play music but they when you make it interactive it's so fun and like odeza had this whole like film playing behind their set as their visual that was so cool anyway um if you like live music maybe go watch some Lollapalooza. also billy eilish headlined and i've never been like a huge billy eilish girly i think just because she's so young i think like gen z really relates to her right and so like that's her core audience for sure uh, but I watched her set and I was just so impressed. Like, I, she's just so good and so fun to watch. So that's what I've been doing. Oh, that's nice. Uh, speaking of musicians, what what are your thoughts on Lizzo being like? She's getting kind of canceled. 
Oh, is she? I have, I'm, I'm out of the loop. Fill me oh, in. Oh, like a bunch of allegations from her former dancers have come oh. come to light. And about what? About her just being like the worst person in the world. Why is she not making people sign NDAs, first of all? I don't know. That's what Taylor Swift does. That's what they all do. Yeah. Taylor Swift's getting a lot of good pub, though. She's She gave a bunch of money to like everyone that like, that. works for her. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Yeah. Smart. So Lizzo issued a statement yesterday denying the allegations made in uh, a lawsuit filed by three of her former dancers. They say that she was abusive and demanding and she weight shamed them and even forced them to participate in live sex shows in Amsterdam. What? Uh, but yeah, but, but Lizzo says, quote, I'm not here to be looked at as a victim, but I also know that I'm not the villain that people in the media have portrayed me to be in the last few days. There is nothing I take more seriously than respect we deserve as women in the world. She added that the past few days have been, quote, gut-wrenchingly difficult and overwhelmingly disappointing. She says, quote, I'm hurt, but I will not let the good work I've done in the world be overshadowed by this. She says the claims are, quote, sensationalized stories and are coming from from former employees who have already publicly admitted that they were told that their behavior on tour was inappropriate and unprofessional. Okay. Damn. Is this rude of me to say that, like, I kind of can see that Lizzo would be a jerk? No. What else is happening? Oh, can we talk about Ariana Grande with the fucking, the kid that looks exactly like her brother? I don't know anything about this. Dude, can you get with it? Why do I know more about what's happening with fucking former (laughs) Disney stars than someone who is related to one? I think it says something about your algorithm and, like what you talk about on your daily life and Don't, like what you're is, into <laughs> this is not i'm not on trial here okay i'm just saying you know my algorithm is a lot of um you know live dj performances and equestrian uh Ooh, clinics and okay. um uh you know stuff like that and yours is ariana grande so i don't know what to tell you ariana grande broke up a marriage you didn't hear about this mm-mm Okay, sources say that Ariana Grande and Ethan Slater were sloppy about hiding their affair on the set of Wicked. What's even worse is that they went on frequent double dates with their respective spouses. So this guy, Ethan Slater, was married. He used to be in SpongeBob. He's he's a kind of a weird-looking dude. He was married, and then he started do, filming Wicked with Ariana Grande, and Ariana Grande and him started hooking up, ruined his, his marriage. I think he's got to look a little kid. And then what's amazing is is that they did a side by side of this guy that she started that she broke up the marriage with and her brother, and they look exactly the same, and it's fucking weird. It's super creepy, and I don't like. Well, it's not likey. I don't like that at all. Listen, I'm no fucking Freud, but that seems like you need to have some therapy about it. Just saying. Damn. I just, I'm really getting educated on some pop culture scandals. Yeah, you know, you're welcome. Yeah. Kesha's mother's dog chewed up her $250 Wii Vibe vibrator, so she reached out to the company, and they hooked her up with a box of sex toys. Why so is this a news? lot of things that didn't need to be told publicly were revealed there. And mm-hmm. I think I didn't need to know any of them. <laughs> Kesha. Like, one, uh-huh. I don't need to know that you have a $250 vibrator. That seems excessive. Yeah. I feel like a 20, I feel like 20 bucks is a good price for a, for a dildy. 
Yeah, I think like right? 20 bucks on average. Like if you're really going to splurge, maybe 50 max. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But 200 what what does it do? Does it also pay for dinner? Doubt it. Does it tell yeah. you you're beautiful afterwards? Does it go and get mm. you a towel to clean up with? Yikes. I don't know. <laughs> and then I also, Kesha, I didn't need to know that the dog now has puss breath. Okay, you know? that was unnecessary. I am not the villain here. Stop <laughs> yes, putting me on trial. I am purely relating the story <laughs> no. to you. No, and now, your word choice could have been different. Okay. <laughs> what would you use? My mother would be disgusted. She hates the P word. Puss? Okay, now the dog If you has... say that around Tish Cyrus, she will freak. Puss? <laughs> we have to believe it out. Puss, puss? Wells! <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Does she not like the word puss? Or not like the word... Both. Yeah. It's basically the same word. I don't love the word... No, it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good. For whatever reason, I think puss is worse than... That's all bad. It is all bad. Anyways, Kesha, too much information. Didn't need to know it. And also, Kesha, you're rich and famous. You can you can afford a box of dildos. <laughs> you know? You don't need to be like... But I don't know. I guess that is a good bit. Like, if she went on Instagram was like, So my dog ate my $250... Yeah, you would do that. ...gold-plated dildy. I get it. You'll do anything for a good bit. I will. Mm-hmm. I will. Never the truth get in the way of good bit. That's right. Give some faith things, bro. Uh, did you finish Hijack? Yes. Thoughts on the finale? I liked it. Yeah? I did. But I'm like, okay, so now what happens in season two? You know? Is there like, a season two? It just said season finale, not series finale. True. In the thing. So but like, I'm what could it possibly... I don't, I don't know. I don't think they should do a season two. Well, the bad guys went and got in a helicopter. We know that. Yeah, yeah, but come on. So like, there's, that's we another don't need error. to do that's, this. We don't need to do this again. Yeah, but he has to go catch these guys. He doesn't have to. What's frustrating about the show is that, like, the whole thing is that he's like, this is what I do. I fix mm. problems. And you're like, okay, what is it you really do, though? You know? Like, mm. I'm confused. And if you, like, if you are, like, in my mind, he is Jack Bauer. Yeah. He's, like, CIA guy, and, like, mm. he needs to go catch these guys like they can't get away with this yeah i guess i felt like the finale was a bit anticlimactic especially if they were trying to like lead into season two i feel like they should have given us a little bit more of a like a cliffhanger like an oh like oh i can't wait for season two and i'm just kind of like eh. and i liked the twist of like the random chick that shoots the pilot and gets in the seat like i liked that because yeah, I, I was like, what the, what the fuck? Who's this chick? Who's this lady? You know? And that was fine. But then the rest of it, I just felt like it was really anticlimactic. The fucking sun. Like, are you that stupid? Like, why would you not just stay hidden? Like, why would you literally come out where you're fully visible? I just, the stupidity of the kid was, like, beyond me. It was just, like, not believable in any way. I did, like, how they that, caught that the, the... Anyways, I liked it. Give it a ding. Yeah, yeah. I mean, good show. Good show. Don't think we I need was... it, uh, season two, but it's a good show. No, I. those guys need to be caught and brought to justice, okay? <laughs> okay, but you can't have a whole season just on that. Like, there has to be some other thing. Well, I don't know. I'm not like, a writer Not another here. plane hijack. We can't do that again. That's fine. It can just be on foot. They're trying to get those guys. Yeah, sounds we got to get the mob bosses who escaped from jail. 
Do we? Yes. I need finality. I need I'll justice to be served. With, I'll sleep just fine not knowing. Yeah. All right, fine. So that's Whatever. good. Yeah. Um, I also watched the cutest movie. What movie? You're going to hate it. Okay. It's called Happiness for Beginners. Oh, my God. This is so funny. <laughs> this is so funny because I wrote it down, and my whole thing was, this is the worst movie I've ever I seen in my entire it. life. Oh, that's so funny. I knew you'd hate it. It's so bad. Like, comically bad, though. <laughs> but I think that's the point, is no? What I'm surprised is, is, like, the writing was bad, and I'm surprised that... Because the cast is really good. Yeah, what's the lead girl's name I'm in surprised life? that the, those actors agreed to do this because it is so bad. It's Ellie Kemper who was in... Ellie Kemper. Yeah, she was in The Office, and then, mm-hmm. oh, she was also in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, she was in 21 Jump Street, um, the Lego Batman movie, Bridesmaids. She's been she's in a, so much. She's a big name. And then mm-hmm. you have your guy, Luke Grimes, from mm-hmm. Yellowstone. Yeah. It's Who's, net f- like, everybody else is, like, a comedic actor. Mm-hmm. Except him, which is interesting. It's an interesting dynamic, because everybody else, it's like... To me, it was like they were like it leaned into how bad the writing was. Like it was so bad that it was that it was kind of good. Everybody except Luke, <laughs> and I yeah. feel like his character like was actually trying to be good, and it was. I don't know, it wasn't. But I still loved the movie. I thought it was so cute. No, it's do not go watch this. movie. I loved it. Helen signs up for a wilderness survival course a year after getting divorced. She discovers through this experience that sometimes you have to get really lost in order to find yourself. Pfft, oh my god. So it's like honestly I it liked is it. it's such a lifetime Hallmark movie. Like What a great message it has though, you know? Get outdoors, find yourself, find the love of your life. Like we all want that, you know? Oh my god, the jokes were all so <laughs> terrible. The little the I little... also I loved the kid that played the like leader, the, like hike leader. No, that, he, it was so bad. <laughs> and then and then they did the thing at the end where it was like the, the credit roll of like him doing Listen, Listen Up People. Mm-hmm. And they thought that that was so funny. And it was so not funny at all. I liked it. And like for some reason, Blythe Danner is in it, who's like... Oh, you know, yeah, Gwen- she, yeah. Gwyneth She's Paltrow's awesome. mother, and it's like, Blythe, why did you accept to do this terrible... F- also, Luke Grimes, why did you accept to do this terrible I mean, film? Also, Ellie Kemp, everybody, why did you accept to do this... Well, it was adapted from a book, that a very well-known book, apparently, a book that did very well, and so it's like, you know how that is, and they make a book into a movie, and people love it. So also, definitely hold on, give it a the watch. twist of him going blind? What? Okay, Where did it was that a lot. come from? I don't know, but... It was kind of funny, but then when you really think about it, you're like, "Fuck, no. that's like dark, literally." Yeah. But like, it's like a, that's like a bleak thing to put in a comedy, dude. Shit. Oh my god, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Anyways, that's so funny that you liked it because I have like I this whole it. bit about like, n- do not go watch this movie. Oh, it is come so on. bad. Oh my put god, put it on while you're doing something else. It's a cute watch. We watched a show called Memories of a Murderer, the Nilsson Tapes. Have you heard of oh, that? Oh, yeah, that's better. Turn that on. That's better for your brain. You love <laughs> murder documentaries. Documentaries. I do. I do. But I also like to balance it with, you know, the happiness for beginners shit. Yeah, that's fine. You know? 
This documentary is crazy. It's from the makers of Don't Fuck With Cats. Did you ever watch Don't Fuck With Cats? I did not, but I know you loved oh. it. Oh, so good. Serial killer Dennis Nilsson narrates his life and horrific crimes via a series of chilling audio tapes recorded from his jail cell. A Netflix documentary, Memories of a Murderer, The Nilsson Tapes. This guy is fucking horrifying and scary, and he also thinks he's a poet because he is narrating all this stuff and it's like horrible things but then i think he's a poet and he starts like talking in like prose and it's bonkers anyways you gotta watch it okay memories of a murderer Mm. the nilsen tapes check it out must watch must watch (laughs) oh give me a ding i finally watched old oh i haven't seen that is it good so good I've heard, I, I've heard it's good. I didn't know it was M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. And I love M. Night Shyamalan. Same. I love all of, of his films. A vacationing family discovers that the secluded beach, where they're relaxing for a few hours, is somehow causing them to age rapidly, reducing their entire lives into a single day. Old M. Night Shyamalan. I think it's on uh, Netflix now. Dude, it's so good. Like, it's not as good as, like... A movie? Like, yeah, it's a movie. Yeah. It's, so it's not as good as, like, uh, The Sixth Sense, you know? Mm, well, yeah, a or, classic. Or, like, The Village. Like, or, loved. I loved Signs. I loved Signs. So it's not as good as that, but, like... Or, like, has, a, like, a really big twist. It's got a pretty good twist. But it's pretty... In- it's really interesting. I was like, why did I wait so long to watch this movie? So anyways, give it a ding. Old, very, very good. Give me another little ding there. Just a little ding there. Just a little ding. Just a little ding. Just a little ding. <laughs> have you seen Oppenheimer yet? No, have you? No, but my <sighs> best friend saw it, and she was raving about it today. No, I have to go immediately. So I know. I'm going to go see, tomorrow. And also everyone's saying that, that Barbie's so good. I know, I agree. Barbie's one, though, that I feel like I could wait till it comes out on, like, Apple or something. But Oppenheimer... I know, but everyone's I, saying, like, this is the film. Oppenheimer, though, I really want to see in a theater, I think. I do, too. Yeah. And we probably should go see it in the theater because nothing's going to be, going to be coming out in the theaters uh, very much. Nope. For a while. Are you familiar with LK99? LK99? Okay, so this is popping up on my... TikTok a lot recently, and it's super interesting. So we have superconductors, right? But superconductors really only can be created and replicated in like extreme colds, right? Mm. I don't know. You've probably seen, but you know, they, they can make things hover, but it's like liquid nitrogen dipped, and so it's like really, really cold and everything. And the great thing about a superconductor is is that there's basically no loss of energy in in the transfer of electricity. The problem that we have with like our electrical grid is that all the electricity that's flowing through these copper wires, you know, on, on the telephone poles and stuff, you're losing a lot of electricity due to um, heat loss and effectively friction. Right? You you losing a massive amount of electricity and it becomes effectively wasteful. But if you could have a superconductor being able to transfer energy, there would be basically zero loss and you'd save a bunch of of energy in in that sense. And so basically energy and electricity and all that stuff would be extremely cheap if we could do that, if we could have superconductors in regular room temperature. 
but you can't do it. Like you have to have it be like super, super cold. Well, at least three scientists or two scientists, it's kind of up in the air right now, from South Korea have claimed that they have created a material called LK99 that mm-hmm. is a, a superconductor in normal room temperature. And if this is true, then it changes everything. And what's even crazier about it is that the combination of the materials to create the superconductor apparently is, like, very common stuff. It's, like, lead, copper, and, like, oxygen or something like that. It's, like, a very, very simple stuff that we have, but it's just, like, put together in a certain way that makes it a superconductor. And so there are these videos flying around of these guys creating basically this piece of metal that's levitating and... And they're saying that this is proof that they've created a room temperature superconductor, which is super fucking interesting. And also, if it's true, which it's not it's not true yet, but they have submitted the paper with three authors on it. And three authors is the maximum amount of people you can have to win a Nobel Prize. And so mm-hmm. effectively what they're saying is that, like, this is our official paper. These are the three scientists that created it. We think it's going to turn out to be true. So – we want to make sure we have this, the right the right names on it because we're going to win a Nobel Prize if we are the first people ever to create a superconductor that is able to um, be replicated in regular room temperature. If it's true, now it might not be, but if it's true, this is this will change everything. Okay, first of all, you could just have uh, electricity would be just basically free for everybody. Well, you know the government would find a way to capitalize on it, but totally. Sure. But, um, <laughs> effectively, like your phone would never die of battery, like it would mm-hmm. never run out of battery. Cars would really never run out of batteries. Levitating trains, lev trains, would be everywhere. They would be, they would take over. We that's, we would travel everywhere through levitating trains. Cool. You could have flying cars. You could have the hoverboard would be a real thing. You could have flying cities. You could have space elevators. You wouldn't need to take off using rockets. You could just have a space elevator take you up to space. You can also start effectively distorting space-time if all this is true. If it's true, which it might not be, but fingers crossed, yeah. if it's I feel true. I like there's like, might it, not, it's like, probably not. We'll see. So they put the paper out, and they basically mm-hmm. said, like, this is what you need to do to make it. Go make it. And so labs now all over the world are like, okay. If we can replicate this, this that's huge. If it's true, it will completely change the way that our lives are. And in the next ten years, we will have we will have jumped forward hundreds of years in terms of technology, which is super exciting. But I was thinking about it. Quite an interesting timing of this happening. With aliens? All of a sudden, all these aliens are showing up <laughs> everywhere. I wonder where they got the fucking mm. schematics to make this semiconductor. Genius. They just fell upon it? Or maybe mm. they were finally like, okay, okay, here's here's the a first piece of information that you need to do this. Anyways, that's my theory. I'm sticking to it. Anyways, LK99, if it's real. You heard it here first, kids. You heard it here first, kids. Actually, On YFD. That's right. The number I, one podcast it. for alien life forms. <laughs> This started as, like, us talking about, like, reality TV, and now we're getting into <laughs> physics, chemical <laughs> sciences, and Ew. semiconductors. And aliens. Yeah, fucking Bill Nye over here. I feel like I did a pretty good job of explaining it. Uh, yeah, I was, like, I was like sort of clued in. This is what Wikipedia says. LK99 from Lee Kim 1999 Research is a gray-black 
polycrystalline compound that potentially is room temperature superconductor. It's said to have a hexagonal structure and is slightly modified from lead apodite by adding small amounts of copper. The team from Korea University led by Sukbae Lee and uh, Hai Hoon Kim began studying the material in 1999. According to their claims, LK99 acts as a superconductor at temperatures below 400 Kelvin, 127 degrees Celsius, 206 degrees Fahrenheit, and at ambient pressure. As of August 6, 2023, the scientific community has not validated the superconductivity of LK99 at any temperature through peer review process or independent replication by other research groups. One preprint by a team from Southeast University China has reported an observation of zero resistance at 100, 110 Kelvin. However, the absence of a well-defined phase transition, absence of the Meissner effect, a defining characteristic of superconductors, and the unique conditions under which these results were obtained raised doubts about the validity of the claim. Anyways, it's a possibility, and it's exciting. Yeah. I don't know. I also don't know what I'm talking about. I have a I have a bachelor's degree in broadcast journalism. I have no business talking about any of this. You just have way too much time on your hands. Yeah, I'm just hanging out in Fiji on rainy days. Oh, must be nice. But also, if it's true, okay. So, of all the things that I said it can do, what would be your favorite thing? Ding ding. Thank Elevators you. to space, duh. Right. Yeah, you That's know me, exciting. I'm dying to go to space. I know. Yeah. I also I also love the idea of high-speed trains. Yeah, I do too. I, yeah, I agree. How great would it be if you could like go get on a train and be in New York in a half an hour? It would be the you fucking know? best. It would have saved my ass a lot of ordeal this weekend, you know? I think that's what's going to end up happening in the future if like this stuff becomes a reality, which I think it will. It, it'll turn into you can work – you can live wherever you want to live as long as you're close to, like, a transit station for, like, a high-speed train. Because if your commute really was 30 minutes to New York you could li- and you lived in California, you could just be like, well, I'm just going to go live in California or yeah. wherever. Montana. Yeah. I don't know that we should have flying cars, but the rest of it I'm cool with. This no one's listening really- to us anymore at this point. I have a book. It's called Flowers for Algernon. Okay. Have you heard of it? I don't think so. Dude, it is so freaking good. Winner of both the Hugo and Nebula Awards, the powerful classic story of a man who receives an operation that turns him into a genius and introduces him to heartache. Charlie Gordon is about to embark on an unprecedented journey. Born with an unusually low IQ, he has been chosen as the perfect subject for an experimental surgery that researchers hope will increase his intelligence, a procedure that has already been highly highly successful when tested on a lab mouse named Algernon. Flowers for Algernon. So it's about a guy who is mentally disabled, and he has this procedure, Mm -hmm. and like the doctors and his his therapists and psychologists are like, you need to like... um, be writing like little progress reports for yourself and like what you're going through and all this stuff. And so it's, it's really, I'm only halfway through it, but it's like, it's been really interesting because it starts as someone who's writing, you know, at probably like a third grade level. It's like, you know, very rudimentary, a lot of misspellings and, you know, like he's getting words wrong and everything. And then he has this procedure 
and you know slowly everything's getting better and better and better and then as he is getting smarter he's starting to realize more things and things that like that he thought like people were being nice they were actually they were actually taking advantage of him or uh, being mean to him a lot of memories repressed memories are coming back from the past and it's fascinating because it's well so far it showcases how intelligence also breeds unhappiness mm. and and that's an interesting concept to kind of wrap your brain around this guy was so happy and and everyone loved him in his mind and all this, and it's as he's becoming more intelligent he's realizing that he's not as happy as as he was and how terrible people really are as he starts to get smarter his first response to things is anger instead of where it used to be happiness mm. and so yeah obviously there's like a lot of parallels w w within our world and all this kind of stuff and also kind of like i think that's been the problem that we've had in over the last like especially like 10 years especially with politics is like the overabundance of information has made people very very skeptical and angry and divisive and stuff so anyways um flowers to algernon really really like one of the better books I've read in a very long time. Give it a ding, please. Wow. When uh, when did this book come out? Do you know? 1966. Damn. Totally thought it could have been today. Like when I'm, That's I'm crazy. reading it and being like, it's today. Go check it out. Fascinating. All right. Yeah. You got anything else? Not really. I feel like we can't talk Bachelor because like there's another episode tomorrow and this podcast yeah. comes out after. So probably not worth talking about. But she sent yeah. my foot, my favorite guy home. Who'd she send home? Aaron, I'm devastated. He was my front runner. Well, who knows? Maybe he'll show up in paradise. <sighs> <sighs> I thought he was perfect for charity. I know. Who do you think she's going to pick? I'm not a big, huge fan of who's left, to be honest with you. Yeah. I don't know either. why. There's just something about Xavier that I just have never... It's not that I don't like him, but I also don't like, like him very much either. I'm just very indifferent about him. There's just something that holds me back from liking him a whole lot. Mm -hmm. Don't know why. Maybe it's the knitting. I'm not sure. Joey, kind of same. Like, I, I don't know. You know what's interesting with Joey in that hometown and, like, Uncle Joe coming in yeah. and being like, I don't know if I believe this. That's a weird thing for someone to say, especially yeah. being filmed, you know? Mm -hmm. And yes, maybe he's, like, looking out for his nephew of whom he cares for deeply. But there's also, like, the part of me that's, like, Okay, do we know that he's not going to get picked and we're trying to find him a way out and we want him to be the bachelor so here mm. is a way out for him and he doesn't seem like the bad guy which put on the uh, the uncle so you still feel bad for him and but then also charity has a reason to be like okay, I I don't know if he's ready because Joe doesn't think he is, you know? Does that make sense? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's definitely a possibility. It's such a weird thing, and who knows? I don't know. I don't know Uncle Joe from Adam, but be like, your nephew is doing this fucking crazy thing that's being filmed. You know that like you can make you look bad and all this kind of stuff. And your first thought is to be like, I don't buy it. You know, like I know it's weird. It's a it's a it's a weird flex. Yeah, and it's also like. I get that he taught you tennis and everything, but, like, why is he getting so much screen time here? Yeah. Like, he's introduced before, like, they go to, to the house? Mm-hmm. 
The math ain't mathin'. That's what I'm saying. The math ain't mathin'. So who's left? There's one more. Who am I blanking on? Dutton. They, they, oh, Dotton. I freaking love Dotton. I mean, yeah. of the three, like, he's... Come on, girl. Like, he's the winner of those three. Let's be real. Well, his family from, like, is it Nigeria? Seem... I can't remember. Like, they they fly in from Africa, no, I, I guess. No, so, I know. It's so sweet. Like, he just seems... I've liked him since day one. He yeah. seems lovely. The family seems lovely. They look great together. They clearly have chemistry. Mm-hmm. I just think, of the three you've got left, like, I think he is just the clear winner. Yeah. I but agree. we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Let's play some calls. I'd love to. Um, so I have a bone to pick with Wells. Okay. Um, you were talking about the bank and the girl that you called on customer service was from, from North Carolina, and you said it like we were the most stupid people and redneck people ever, and I'm sure you're listening to this thinking, um, yeah, you are. Listen to your accent, lady. <laughs> but please, 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 tell me it's not true. Anyways. Love the show. Been listening since, like, 2019 when I was in college. Um, still the same person as them, and you guys are too. So, yeah, let's go. All right, that was a good fuck you very much. And I will say this. Listening back to that, you were probably right. I probably did sound a little disparaging towards Southerners, and that is not how I feel. I lived in the South for 17 years. Mm-hmm. I love Southerners. I do not think they're stupid. I think what I was trying to convey in that thing was is I was talking to someone who I think was in India and that annoyed me because I'm like ah I and then and then finally I got to talk to a, a someone who had a southern voice and I was like mm-hmm. okay we're back in the states all right we, something might get done that's what I was trying to convey I wasn't trying to say that you were stupid I think that southerners are the best here's the thing I was talking to my my buddy uh, Shively who just went to where was he he was. He was in the South for something, and mm. he was like, you know, everyone is so fucking nice everywhere you go. He was like, I was in this small town walking around, and people are like across the street like, hey, how you doing? Have a great day. And he was like, I don't – they're the fucking nicest people in the world. They are. It's true. Checkered past? Yeah. Well, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, <sighs> anyway, sorry. You're right. I'm wrong. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hey, I welcome Brandy. Um, my name is Peyton. I'm from Canada. I am just wondering. Um, oh. Um, hello? Yeah, okay. I forgot what I was going to say. Wow. I'm stoned. Yeah, I know. It should be calling into the other podcast. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, but my favorite thing right now. Uh-huh. Um, I just rewatched Six Feet Under. It's a really old, like it's older. Definitely not politically correct, but it is so funny and so good. And also uh, the OC. Um, and also, well, keep it up with the golf content. I work at a golf course, love it. Oh. Keep it up. Um, so as some of those girls like to uh, like to hear it. Uh, anyways, thanks so much and love you both. Bye. Okay, Woo-hoo. I love how stoned she was. Same, I, I wish I was I stoned. I didn't pick up the first thing that she was excited about. Six feet under? Oh, okay, yeah. And then is that the a, OC. I don't know what that is. Which, by the way, did you see the OC, like, turn 20 years old? Yeah, I don't like what that means about me. I, I was in college when the OC was on. I was in college. Yeah. It's not great for us. It's not. <laughs> it's really not no. good for us. No. 
Wells and Brandy, I wanted to give you one of my favorite things, and I just don't understand how it's not a thing yet. Okay. But I need a collab with Josh Peck and Ben Stoffer. They have the Good Guys podcast, and their this week's past episode had a bunch of hot takes on the PGA golf things going on. And I think that you guys all get along so great, and I just don't understand how that's not a collab. But... Second of all, also Temptation Island is back, and I would love for you guys to watch this trashy TV on Peacock, I think. But, yep. Yeah. Okay, thank you for the podcast. Love it. Bye. Oh, God. So you're telling me i got to watch Bachelor in Paradise, Love Island, USA, Temptation Island? Too many. I just Even... finished Too Hot to Handle. So good. Was it good? Yeah, I loved it. I love that show. Right, we got one more. This one's called Attaboy. The bar. Uh, Brandy, what's going on? Zach from uh, Nashville, ATL expat. Hey. You know, I just want to start off. It's a classic love story uh, with my wife. She loved Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise. And she was like, hey, you know the bartender from Bachelor in Paradise? I was like, yeah, that guy is awesome. She goes, well, he has a podcast. So thanks to my wife, became a huge, uh, your favorite thing, bias here, myself. Well, I think you're hilarious, man. Thank uh, you. Superman crush. Wow. I love oh. your Jim Nance impression on your Masters episode. <laughs> uh, Brandy, love you as well. Continue to, to not take well to shit. Oh, whoa. Uh, but yeah, overall, I, I want to call in. You guys have a guy as a follower. Not sure how many of us there are out there. There's not but, a lot. Uh, Just you. Really just listening, uh, to your podcast <laughs> on the road with my wife. Um, but overall, yeah, just love the show. Uh, and agreeing with Brandy. Well, hop on the manifest train, man. It is awesome. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, that's good. Super short and sweet. Uh, hope that uh, I get to hear myself on your episode and my wife will be super surprised by this. All right. Thanks. Are Zach and his wife aliens? Maybe. Are maybe, they maybe? our alien listeners? Maybe so. Damn. That'd be cool. You know, there, you know what's crazy is that there is a world in which aliens do listen to our show. and Totally. That makes <laughs> me excited. But also, yeah. let's be fair. There's probably more aliens listening than men are listening to this show. Oh, and for Zach, sure. That's, you... your, that's your one and only male fan, I, I gotta know. tell you. He likes yeah. me. I want to be friends with Zach. Yeah, get it. No. I mean, I used to live in Nashville, too, Zach. I was going to say, so... if you'd ever come back and visit us here. I know. All right, let's, let's get out of this show. What do I got coming up? I will be in Dallas this weekend. I'm playing on Saturday night at a spot called Happiest Hour. Um, okay. I've never played in Dallas, so I'm very excited about it. Uh, I think we have some YFTers in Dallas, to be honest. You guys better come out. Um, and then I am off to LA. And LA? I'll see you on, like, Monday. And, uh, I'll be in LA for a whole week. Nice. Um. Yeah. I'm gonna go out on this song from Hannah Conley called Reno that I like a lot. Okay. Mm, yeah. Um. Yep, I'm gonna be when this comes out. I'll be flying home from uh, from Fiji, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, that's kind of it. This so. whole setup is just so unprofessional. Well, I apologize, guys. <laughs> it might sound the best that one we've ever done. Uh, not sure. I don't know. All right, wife tears. We love you. Um, we love We're excited ya. about um, elevators to space. So pumped. LK99. Yeah, shout out um, to all the aliens that are listening. And Zach. And 
Zach, who, who might also be an alien. He might be an alien. He might be an, a yeah. male alien. Yeah. And um, maybe what aliens else? are gender neutral. Yeah, but then how do they re- procreate? Great question. I don't know. I don't know either. All right, YF Tears. Um, sorry, this was kind of a lo-fi episode. It is what it is. But uh, we'll be back in better than ever next week. We're actually going to be doing one yeah. together. In soon, person. So. Yeah. Next week. All right, YF Tears, be good. We'll see you uh, later than the men, Jay. Love y'all. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.